0: It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome
3: to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast all around the world. We greatly appreciate you. Make sure you check out the website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we're the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And call us up anytime. Say hello, 1-800. Say Happy New Year. 800-420-1980 Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news Learn the script and so much more At Cannabis Talk 101 At pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law Mark is at Waslaw Craig is at Waslaw dog And joining me today It's just Craig and I, I love this Blue is at one Christopher Wright And I am at Joe Grande 52 And that being said, Craig Happy New Year to you, brother Happy New Year,
4: my brother I mean, let's just get it out What'd you do for New Year's? Stay at home did you? Ain't home. We uh, celebrated New York New Year, New York good time. Guys. And uh, just had a chill night, man. With all the crap going around out there, and we're heading to New York this week. I we were just laying <laughs> real low.
3: That's always a good time. I know I watched the nine o'clock one tune, which is funny. And you're gonna laugh at this, or people are gonna laugh. I was real watching the Miley Cyrus one on NBC. I don't know why they got me, but I was watching Miley Cyrus <laughs> yes, and very entertained. Did. I don't know if you caught any of it, but it was very, I
4: I only caught a little bit of the news where it showed she had some malfunction.
3: Yes. Top came off.
4: Mm -hmm. That's funny.
3: And that happened. I watched that and it was just fun. It was just entertaining. And um, the kids and I were all in big bear with some other family friends and nice, great, great time. Enjoying this and enjoying the snow. And, and it was funny because cannabis was a big topic there. One of the guys is a big wig for uh, HBO, not a heavy cannabis consumer. You know what I mean? In the green club, doesn't smoke joints. Nobody there smoked joints, but guess what they use there, Craig? They all drank these drinks that they got from MedMen with 0.2% THC. So low dose, right? (coughs) I laugh because everyone was drinking
4: them. That's funny. And it was like, well, it's, 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 it's just so much more and more acceptable these days. It's, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, all the naysayers and all the people all those people you were around two years ago probably would have never even mentioned it let they alone mention it never let talked alone about went it to bed bed and bought something with low THC content so, it? yeah it was a good time we stayed home smoked lots of joints and uh, had a couple drinks cocktails and, and just chilled that's
3: always a good thing and not only that I didn't think I was going to stay up till the real midnight on the west coast time so I tried and I actually took a little quick cat nap. As, as i'm sure you're familiar with yourself craig
4: <laughs> well no it was funny because everybody on on new years i don't know if you saw my little joke text was i loved it uh, like every, everybody's saying happy new year on friday i'm like did i sleep through it or what because it's not new year yet
3: <laughs> well and for guys like us it's better that we get it out, out of the way earlier because who knows if we're going to make it to the real 12 o'clock at night
4: that's right that's right i was
3: literally in sleep by twelve thirty-five. so i mean i i stayed up to the real the funny thing is we we're actually talking, telling a story to each other. My buddy's telling me about this Pirates of the Caribbean scenario when he was doing the movie out there, and he met, and, and like literally he's telling me the story as it hit midnight. I'm like,
4: oh shit, it's midnight. <laughs> did, did you kiss him and say happy new year? Open mouth. You're you know.
3: disgusting. <laughs> oh, you take me there, and now I'm disgusting.
4: <laughs> that being
3: said, Craig, what do you got for us? I know you got some good news locked in there.
4: Well, you know, people still say cannabis is legal, and as we know. It is not legal. It is not fully legal by any means. I'm sure people have heard about out here in San Diego County, San Bernardino County in California, they've had this thing called Operation Hammer Strike. And there's about, God, almost a dozen cities in the high desert. We've got Lucerne Valley, 29 Palms, Joshua Tree, Landers, Johnson Valley, Rancho Cucamonga, Newberry Springs, Running Springs, Colton, Hesperia, Victorville, Phelan, and El Mirage. Sheriff's deputies of San Bernardino County and the Sheriff's Department Marijuana Enforcement Team served 22 search warrants. They shut down 56 greenhouses they literally shut them down and eradicated them in the words they used. They also arrested 33 suspects. Investigators seized 14,113 cannabis plants, 4,000 pounds of processed marijuana, hmm. eight guns, 9,500 grams of concentrated cannabis, and over 350,000 in cash. They closed down all of these. The investigators say they actually also mitigated an electrical bypass, a marijuana delivery service, and extraction lab. The, uh, these are just all cr- black mark. This is all illegal processing, all illegal it's all, setup. All those and all those spots were illegal. So they're really, I mean, this might be, I mean, they've already started this, but there was a lawsuit not that long ago against the Department of Cannabis Control suing them saying, you're not doing enough for the legal operators. You're not cut, cracking down enough on the illicit market. You're, you're killing us. You're not letting us flourish yet. We're still competing with the illicit market. And there was a lawsuit over it. I'm not sure the status of it or if they ramped up these uh, investigations in order to, respond to the complaint that they're not doing enough but they are doing i mean they're really cracking down and it's interesting though that here's a little bit of one there when, when, when cannabis goes bad the suspects were cited or booked on charges of cultivation of cannabis over six plants that's a misdemeanor possession for sale misdemeanor illegal water discharge felony manufacturing the controlled substance felony attempted murder and conspiracy. Attempted murder? What well, the hell that in, in there? This article, does it indicate where that charge came from? But they did find guns. They might have found a gun that was tied to some kind of a crime. Who knows? But if you're out there and you're not doing it legally, it's time is coming. Enforcement is ramping up. And uh, it's just a matter of time before they start shutting down more and more and more um, it's still not a dent in the illicit market, if you ask me. Um, it's huge. California is so big. Uh, the, the black market is still 10 times the amount of the uh, legal market in terms of the sales. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's still going on out there. And people are still getting busted uh, left and right. And they're facing serious charges.
3: That's so much money that somebody put up for a whole a bunch of illegal actions there i mean to have all that millions of dollars and all i mean you know what's
4: sad too is i'm looking at this picture here in this article and it shows this just beautiful greenhouse with beautiful plants and they had to eradicate them they had to get rid of them now unfortunately unlike you know we used to have these arguments joe about uh testing Right, right? right and that i've been testing you know i've been smoking for 40 something years and never had an issue with testing. I never had an issue with cannabis or with what it's grown with. And I think back in the day, other than maybe a few bad players, everybody was pretty on the up and up and used, didn't use any bad substances. Nowadays, these guys are using shit and crap and pesticides that normally will not be passed through on the legal side. And with the proliferation of that proliferation of things such as, you know, tainted, uh, cannabis or fentanyl-laced cannabis. If in fact it's actually, I don't know how you lace it with fentanyl, but uh, I did hear a story which uh, we can talk about next time. But uh, they had a, the laced fentanyl story was a guy went into the hospital with a fentanyl overdose and he happened to be, happened to have cannabis in his system, so therefore they assumed it was cannabis-laced fentanyl, which we're not so sure it was way that the story laid out so but but when you do go to the licensed legal stores you're going to get that protection from all those types of um, pesticides and bad things people grow with
3: you know let me ask you this craig as this is such a big big issue and it's right here in our backyard potentially be one of your clients for god's sakes when you probably well,
4: get-, get some calls next week
3: Right, so you're like, hey, call me up. I'll, I'll I'll try to help you with this one. But they got to pay
4: their dues, man. That's I'm, what we, you know, if someone wants to be in that side, they got to pay their dues. My question
3: to you is this, though, Craig: How do you feel, or do you not feel anything? This is kind of a personal thing. When, when, and most of your clients do this, right? Most of your clients do something wrong. You have to defend them, right? You try to get them out or less thing. How does this affect you when you're consistently pushing? You just said you guys. This is, the, this is the case. And I've heard you tell people and you ruin their dreams. Nope, don't do it. Get out of here. I mean, just recently a woman came in there. I heard the story from Mark. Hey, I want to do this thing like they're doing in New York. And you're like, nope, not with us, blah, blah, you know. And oh, you I turn her down. Her. I, cru- I crushed her in the first five minutes. Yeah, I heard about that. My point is, I, it's one of the things that I love about you, right? You're one to crush the person who wants to do the illegal thing. But my question to you is, when these people come to you like that, that are doing this already, right? So now you get the guy that's, I'm one of these guys that just did this and I'm calling you from San Bernardino. Craig, I know you help people get off on this all the time. Can you help me? Do you do anything more, like is there anything that you do as the person or you just go straight into lawyer mode and hey, let me help you defend this and see how less of a thing I can get for you? Or Is there anything like, what the fuck were you thinking, dog? You did all that, you spent
4: all these millions of dollars, like, like almost no, you want to be the don't moral judge. dad. You know what I mean? Like, judge. We don't, how do you balance that? We don't, we don't judge. I mean, you know, no you don't. And and, and it's hard because so if someone comes in and gets hit with charges, it's too late to what the fuck are you doing? When people come in and tell us they're doing something legal, we tell them you should not be doing that. Stop, shut down. And as an attorney, that's our obligation is to tell you that you're committing crimes and you shouldn't be doing that. Don't do it. And uh, that's if they get to us before, if they get to us afterwards, it's, Hey, it's like the defense attorneys who uh, represent murderers and rapists. I mean, I personally wouldn't go that far. I just, I I don't think I could handle it personally, but there's those who stick to the, the mantra is we, you don't ask them if they're guilty. Did you shut the fuck up? Did the cops have probable cause? Did the cops procedure correct? Because if it's not correct, then we possibly can get you off on something under procedural rules, under unreasonable search and seizure, or the warrant wasn't specific enough, or, or there the wasn't factual enough for the warrant to be based on. Um, we attack things that way, and that's to protect everybody, not just the guy who came in who may or may not be guilty, but that protects everybody's rights by making sure law enforcement doesn't correctly. Well, if you're looking to
3: grow some cannabis, you guys, head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket seeds is the spot to go to for a fair price. Head to rocketseeds.com. And not only that, Craig is the one who helped write the whole thing for rocket seeds to be able to send them out because the seeds have no THC in them. I still trip off that, that you did that.
4: That's correct. I didn't know that when he came in the door. He said i think i don't have thc i said well i'm not a grower or a cultivator but let me do some research and i did a whole bunch of research and was able to come up with an opinion letter that they put in all their wholesale packaging uh so that the big box stores or chain stores can read this and say okay it's uh and he also has an indemnification of 50 grand if someone gets busted for uh selling the seed the seeds have no thc just as clones from what i've learned until they flower have no thc in That's why people can send clones across the country. There it is, folks. You guys, I got a new
3: story when we come back. How much money is Illinois really making? Well, a lot more than alcohol. When we come back, it's Cannabis Talk 101.
0: It's Cannabis Talk 101.
1: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: It's Cannabis Talk 101.
3: Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue Joe Grande and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. Happy New Year to everyone out there. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. And if you're looking to score something good, you guys, I got to tell you about. Viscous Vape, the ultimate cannabis vape experience. Viscous is a premium vape brand. Born in Venice Beach, delivering the maximum potency you can expect from the Viscous brand. Live that ride with the most pleasant tasting, ultra potent and super smooth cartridges on the market. Visit the website, viscous.life. Craig, I just teased it a minute ago when you were talking about that big bust out there in the IE, but Illinois. Dude, look at this number right here. And when we hear these numbers, this is what really pisses me off to tell you the truth because numbers don't lie. You know what I mean? All this anecdotal evidence that we talk about, it's not as real as we like to think it is. Numbers don't lie. And here's some numbers for you guys that's going green and it's crazy. Illinois benefits more from cannabis than alcohol. The marijuana tax outpaced liquor by almost $100 million in 2021. Now, over the past year, Illinois, Took, Illinois took more tax dollars from cannabis receipts than alcohol, according to the Marijuana Moment reports. In 2021, recreational cannabis taxes in the Prairie State exceeded liquors by more than $100 million. This is crazy, you guys, for the first time in February and kept that pace up the whole year. This is amazing to me to think of what's going on out there. You know, Illinois legalized the sale of cannabis in 2015 and expanded legalization of the recreational market, the general public, beginning in 2020. So this is a year in on the whole expanding legalization. To really beat it, though, by that is just baffling to me, Craig. I mean, since then, cannabis sales in Illinois soared, smashing records practically every month with recreational cannabis sales officially exceeding $1 billion in 2021 last month. November was the ninth consecutive month that recreational cannabis sales surpassed 100 million in the state. In the state, despite the 2.1 decline from October and 5.6 percent from all, from the all time high of 128 million in July. Fourth of July, boy, they were high as a kite out there, doing it real big. The state sold roughly 670 million in cannabis in 2020 and took in 205.4 million in tax revenue according to the marijuana moment. The state data shows that from January to November in 2021, Illinois made about 387 million in cannabis tax dollars compared to 291 million from liquor sales. When other states and everybody sees this, Craig, I know we've said this before. It shows America. you
4: how thirsty they are for the weed.
3: Not only how thirsty it is, you have it brother. Um, it's it just baffling to me that other states won't see this, Kansas. You know what I mean? Uh, Look at this Nebraska and say, what are we doing, Texas? What are you guys waiting for?
4: Montana just went online.
3: Yeah, I I mean, don't get me wrong. They're coming around, right? I mean, and then we look at what Colorado's doing and all this other stuff, but I, I just get upset because these numbers, Craig, they don't lie. You can look these up. This is what people are paying. It's not a matter of, um, it's going to echo, you got to get out, Um, a a matter of like, oh, I wonder how well it's doing. I wonder this, I wonder that. It's like, no, it's doing this. And look what the state's doing. These are facts. This is what's killing it. And at what point and what level does the rest of the country go,
4: let's do this? I, I think our politicians are dumb, deaf, and blind. At the federal level, they, they got their head in the sand. And, uh, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because I was discussing with someone the other day how there's a Republican uh, senator who's bringing forth a legalization bill at the federal level that's actually better than any Democratic one that I've seen. Really, instead of instead of a 10 to 25 percent excise tax, it's a 3 percent tax locked in for 10 years. It's less governmental regulation. Let the states decide. The only downside is they don't have a social equity <sighs> component in it, which really sucks. But like everything else in this space, we've had to take baby steps. So what do they say? you throw out the baby with the dishwater or one of the what's that what's that statement go? So if we can get the federal legalization to come in. No federal regulations, all state regulations, a 3% as opposed to a 10% sliding scale up to 25% Mm. that the Democrats want. I mean, wouldn't we want to go with the one that has the lower, less regulations and lower taxes? It it would be the smart thing. And
3: for me, I don't care if it's Republican, Democrat, parent. I don't either. That's the funny part.
4: If, hey, you come up with a better idea, I'm all for it. Yeah. Let's do it.
3: And it's Let's not, do even, it. and it's it's not th- even a matter of like, oh, we need to do this for this party, that party. Well, how about, how,
4: well, no, how about this? We're not going to support it because they don't have social equity in it. That part, I, I we get We have to have that in there right now to get everything at once. And as you get older, like me, you learn, you necessarily can't get everything at once. And you just know, like case, for, course, when I hear son.
3: that though, Craig, it just takes me back to the
4: minority getting fucked again. You're right. You're right. So, so do you hold off? And not pass anything, which would include – now, I'm not even sure if if that one included expungements or not. Um, It may or may not have, but it didn't include the social equity component. Um, That really isn't working out well in any city that has social equity programs for the disproportionately impacted uh, minorities uh, in the cannabis space. Uh, All of the social equity programs that I've seen have really sucked. How difficult, Craig, how difficult, I was saying, how difficult
5: is it to make that change later on after, afterwards? I mean, is it something that it's just
4: unlikely not to happen or is it? That's a good question. You know, um, I don't see why it can't be addressed later. I mean, I think it should be in there now. I mean, I 100% agree. There's no reason that shouldn't be in there. But that's when you get into the goddamn politics. That's where the Republicans come up with something that I think is really fair, except they don't have this. Democrats have this over here, which I think sucks. What, which, which one are you going to go with? The one that's going to cost 25% excise tax on top of the state taxes? That's going to kill True. the industry. Or do you go with that that has a social equity component that might not even have teeth? Because a lot of those programs don't have a lot of teeth. They're getting preyed upon by big corporations coming in and preying upon the social equity applicant. And until they start giving out licenses to social equity applicants, a majority of those cannot afford to get into the system. Even with the social equity programs, you still need the funding. And where does the funding come from? Big business is going to want to take over the social equity applicants business, which they're not supposed to do. That's but what they do backdoor deals, and they do this all the time. Well,
3: that's what scares me about this whole scenario, right? Lower the taxes, it happens, and then what happens there? Big business comes in, which business, big business is going to come either way, right? So, Well, I, they're I'm already just, getting in it. Yeah, right? Like Pfizer just spent all this money. All Everybody's getting in this. That being said, it makes me a little more nervous when they do this because— it just fucks the person that's been trying so hard. The minority equity, social equity groups that have been trying, 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 and they just get pushed
5: out. And it just well, does, hurts it take, does it. Does it take the ones out that are already in place, Craig? No, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Me- meaning, like, if a social equity group is already active and operational, oh, well, it doesn't. No, I mean,
4: mess- I mean, right now, the only social equity that the state of California has, they just now rolled out fee waivers certain fee waivers that doesn't mean you're going to get a business because you don't have to pay the annual fee you still got to pay the 150 250 500 a million dollars to set up the business because of the high regulation you don't get a pass on that you just get to not they waive some fees so to me it's like a it's bullshit it's a bullshit gesture and at the federal level it's still leaving it up to the state Leave it up to the state to decide the state rules and which would include the social equity. And they're saying, leave that out of the feds. We want less federal regulation, less federal interference. That's what most Republicans and most libertarians and and the conservatives want, less governmental regulation. And that's like what Blue likes and I like. We all like less governmental intervention. So if we can take the best of both, is really what we should do but i think it's a matter of leaving it to the state to decide those issues and leave the feds out of it completely so them not having it in that bill at the federal level to me it's still going to be a state by state thing so it's almost like you're giving up nothing
3: well we'll see i don't know it, it, it's Illinois is making so much money over this, and I don't even know if they'll want to lower the taxes after this. they're just crushing alcohol taxes going away. Well,
4: I think the the difference though, Joe, is I don't think as many states, I could be wrong, I have dived into the research on this, but most states do not have the illicit market like we do in California. It's just not, it's not there. The, The existence of the massive illicit market that we have here, fuels and and is sent to the other states where it's sold and they just don't have the infrastructure that the black market has here that they do in other states so i think those states aren't having the same problem as california in competing with the illicit market
3: yeah well when we come back we're going to hear how craig ships his weed out of state it's cannabis talk 101 we'll
0: be right back after this Woo! it's cannabis talk 101
2: Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And
1: me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Cannabis Talk
0: 101.
3: Take a hit, get lit, sit back and relax. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue Joe Grande and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. As we celebrate the new year, we want to celebrate our team that help us out so much. And I want to give a big shout out to Jan, Erica, Daniel, Cal, Irtazar, Christian, Denny, Kevin, Andrew, Zach, Cash, Cam, Salar, Nadia, Ali, Gabrielle, Trayvon, Pitt, Chris, Franquino, Jennifer, and good old Elvis. Thank you guys for all that you do. And of course, you guys make this show what it is today. And you know what time it is right now, Blue it's dime time baby yep think higher with dime industries find them in california arizona and oklahoma dime industries has been a leading trusted source for clean and potent medicine using state-of-the-art hardware including premium food grade stainless steel glass ceramic plates and enhanced battery life the 1000 milligram cartridges are amazing check out their website dimeindustries.com or on instagram at dime.industries now craig I love what you were saying earlier about the the thing going on in the IE. I know you got some other news for us. What's going down?
4: Well, Montana went recreational. They have now joined 17 other states that have recreational cannabis. Now, all of their, they, they already have medical. So all their medical stores were immediately able to start selling to anyone, 21 or over, regardless of where they live. If they have a valid ID, they can come in and buy up to an ounce. And this is Montana, which was, pretty uh conservative state and uh so then they're they've seen a huge uptick in sales and i think this happened on the first well it's crazy to think that every
3: time this happens they see this huge increase it's not every, like rocket, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like rocket science like hey guess what i think we're trying to go recreational let's see what happens let's see if anybody shows up to buy it Hey, Craig, let's open up a taqueria. We don't know if it's going to go. We're going to call it Jumex, <laughs> Jewish and Mexican style. We're going to try something new. <laughs> that for sure, we don't know if matzo ball tacos are going to go well. We don't <laughs> know Hey, for you sure. know what? If you deep fry it. It sounds amazing. With some cilantro and some onions and some chile, yeah, maybe. I no, you got
4: to leave the but cilantro off. I, I can't do cilantro. But That's my point story. is
3: behind this, Craig, is we have no fucking clue if, if a Jumex restaurant's going to go well. Even though both of us love our cultures, love our foods, and would love to break bread together and hang out, we don't know if it's going to go well. When, if we said, let's open up a well, dispensary and see how well is it does. Get off
4: their ass. Well, no, what they need to do is get off their ass, and they need to email and call their elected federal representatives and say, what the fuck? Really, what the fuck? I mean, what else can yeah. you say? What the fuck? Are you? Are your eyes closed? Are your ears closed? Are you just not listening? You got your head in the sand. You you, fake news. Come on, what? 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 Every single state, medical and recreational, or as we like to call it, adult use. It really should be called adult use. Uh, But what the fuck? It's mind boggling. You said it too. It's my head wants to explode when we think of all the states that have medical and/or adult use. And it's mind boggling that the feds are still dragging their feet. It's just mind boggling how much business is being done. And and it's still a federal offense.
3: And Montana, props to you for, for taking that leap and doing what you need to do. But I mean, when you look at what's going on out there, Colorado was the first to do it. Here's a story to just capitalize and jump on your Montana story. Colorado cannabis sales set 2.19 billion record in 2020. Montana's on its way. Maybe it won't do that big. As soon, I mean, what, what, did, when did it start in, um, in, in Colorado? Was it 2009 t- Whatever it was, it's been a couple of years growing. But I mean, when you look no, at this,
4: 2000, I mean, no, shit, it's been 10 years at least in Colorado.
3: Yeah, so my point is it's, it's grown. The, the near 1.75 billion adult use and 442.5 million in medical cannabis sales. So it's still both markets, right? Which same thing Montana is going to have, same thing California has. The adult use figures represents a 24% increase over the 2019 total of $1.41 billion. That's the B, guys, with a boy. I'm not talking millions. Colorado's pulling in billions of dollars. Billions. Colorado cultivators grew about 1.24 million plants in 2020 i'm going to say that again the cultivators grew about 1.24 million plants that's a whole lot of plants in 2020 which equivalents to about 662.3 metric tons of consumer product that is crazy the average price per gram for adult use of cannabis however increased 20 percent from three point nine nine in two thousand nineteen to four point eight last year. I don't care, you guys. For, just four dollars and eighty cents a gram is still great price.
5: You can't really beat that. That's, that's, that's what, what they're, they're growing it for. That's not what they're selling it for.
3: Exactly. I don't think that they got to still put a little bit more on that. The price per gram for medical cannabis also increased by twenty six percent to three dollars and eighty cents. The report says. The med report suggests that the coronavirus pandemic, of course, increased demand for both adult use and medical use as household spending. That's $106 improved. an ounce. How crazy right. is that? That's way too cheap. That's, that's dirt <laughs> weed. <wheat. laughs> hey, hey, either way, that, I'm, I'm sure they're just showing some of the earlier prices of, of what it is. But earlier this month, the Colorado Department of Revenue released its uh, average market rate report. For retail cannabis and found price decreasing across five of the seven cannabis categories. Flower prices fell 948 per pound. Wow. Trim fell 354 per pound. Bud and trim for
4: extraction dropped $345 per pound. That's happened here in the the illegal market. Shit went from three grand to 300. How crazy is that? Dude, I was talking to people that
3: couldn't even get rid of stuff. And even in the illicit market, the prices even went down crazy as can be. People are, like, you know, oh. people are like, oh, because people are, holidays. how it is, I'm sitting in corners hearing people
5: talk. What do you need to buy, Craig? Let me know. <laughs> well, ge- generally, generally right now, guys, you know, d- this time of the year with, you know, Croptober, you know, November, December, the price always drops. But come, you know, February, March, April, the price starts going way back up. Um, you know, because the the crops are harvesting the outdoor, a lot more uh, outdoor products are coming to the market, and the the products are getting better and better so by having these outdoor products the pro- the price drops so much that people just start buying what's available at the better price let's be honest not everybody wants to buy the top quality in fact you know i would say the majority of people in the world want to buy just the, the mid middle ground you know which we would yeah, call that, mids that's why,
4: that's why most companies have a whole line they have the, you have to the, the smalls yeah. the mids and then the top shelf
5: yeah, and the, and there's there's the there's the connoisseurs that are always gonna sit there and only smoke top shelf. They won't even consider well, that's the smoking
4: same thing at a bar. You got those who come in and say, "Give me well vodka," and they get Khamcheka or some shit like that, or they say, "Give me Grey Goose or or Belvedere," or you want Patron instead of whatever the fuck is in their Well, um, it's the same concept, and you know the people, uh, the businesses that are doing well or hitting all the all the different levels that
5: people want. Yeah. They get them from everyone. And I think it's important, you know, you have to to know your market. Um, and, 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 you know, a lot of times in, in the different, you know, the different people, like, you know, there's some people don't ever want to smoke, you know, heavy duty, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too high. I want to just get a little buzz.
3: You know, something that I found interesting that's going on out there as well in Colorado is that they just passed a new bill that lawmakers did in November And they said, starting in January, new purchase limits for medical cannabis patients will take effect under a bill. Now, I don't understand why they would do that, especially when it's the medical patients.
4: Like, how can you tell me what I need? Unless, Joe, there was limits and they're raising the limit for medical. That right there, Craig, you just turned my eye to make me go, hmm, very good. Because why would you limit the, uh, you know, it could have been an all-encompassing limit per person. And now they're saying, okay, if it's medical, like in California, you can basically buy as much as you need, much as you can prove you can have as a medical patient. What have as you a, seen,
3: Craig, that somebody can get? What what are the highs like, oh my God, this person got away with getting this?
4: Well, it's not getting away. If you have a medical condition, a medical hey, Don't car, get me wrong.
3: Yeah, I don't want to. You see, You you, you, can right.
4: go, you can go to go storefront and buy five pounds. Right. now, There's no limit. Now it might get flagged. You may have to prove that down the road, but I mean that's just a an off the scale example. But there's you know as a medical
3: patient here in California, you could buy five pounds right now. Yes. And legally in California,
4: what's the limit I could buy right now? Out of as an adult use, as adult use, 28 grams, which is one ounce. Which is what is that? That's there's 16 ounces in a pound. It's so funny to think why people would spend one ounce.
3: Spend 25 bucks to get a medical card, folks, if you're in California or anywhere for that matter.
4: Dude, we've been telling people, we've actually been telling people that in California and anywhere else, uh, the the medical card comes with a bunch of extra protections than just having adult use. So if you had your card before, you may as well get it again. That way you can carry in your car. I mean, as much as you can medically prove, but the guidelines that the police know is eight ounces of flour, um, eight ounces of concentrate. So you can have up to eight ounces. That's, that's quite a bit of cannabis in your vehicle. Um, but if you're an adult use and have that much, you're fucked. You're getting a misdemeanor. You're getting a misdemeanor for possession. You're getting a misdemeanor most likely, even if you had no intention of selling it, possession would tend to sell as well.
3: Even if you're sitting there smoking that every day and you know this is all to the head, that part is just horrible.
4: Yep. I mean, there shouldn't be any limit. I don't know why there's even a limit. It's stupid.
3: Especially when you sit there and you look at what you can go buy at Costco or the liquor store, alcohol-wise.
4: Right, right. And you know the only way you can die from weed, right, or one of the only ways that I know of, is if 10-pound bale falls on your head as you're walking by the farm. (laughs) And that's it. It's gonna knock you out. You seen out. that happen,
3: Craig? <laughs> no, but but you're
4: assuming <laughs> there's one way to die. Or so, I have another way. you know what's though. crazy? You know what's crazy? You'll appreciate. Like, Joe, you'll appreciate this. Speaking of, you know, bringing up alcohol. You know, you buy twenty fucking cases of Jack. I can go to. I can buy six cases of fucking vodka, and there's no problem. I'm. I got sucked into the. Uh, God, a couple weeks ago where Tiger was playing with his kid in some pro-am or or whatever championship that was. I'm not watching a lot of golf, but I flicked on it, saw it. That's a whole nother issue. talking about his kid, how he swings a goddamn club. Wasn't it beautiful watching him, but in the middle of it, right, there goes to commercial and these are, everyone had their kids. Some, some were adults, a lot were underage. I'm looking at this commercial shows these golfers making these hits. And all of a sudden it's, it was a fucking, some kind of Patron or, or it was a it was a tequila commercial it was a tequila commercial proud sponsor of the PGA you want to swing let's a golf go club like let's a shoot professional a round of golf with our kids and then go slam back some tequila whatever drinks they were mixing on the sh- on, on the on the ad that's just absolutely insane
3: well it's been a secret but it's no secret in the industry for those who knew that tiger woods was using tons of cbd to help him with his recovery i got firsthand word of people who knew and know and was telling me like dude it's unbelievable how uh the results that tiger woods was getting from that even though he's not back playing professionally he played in that with his son and he's probably not going to play professionally but it still helped him with his recovery and with the pain that he was going through so you know, he hasn't come out of the green closet of the CBD green closet at that, but he will. Yeah. He, I, I, he's one of those cats when we talk about coming out and doing something like that, if Tiger Woods
4: comes out, dude, whoo, that's big. Yeah. I mean, so many of them are coming out already. It's, it's, you know, it's just, it's the idiot politicians who somehow have their heads up their ass and they can't see or hear. That's the only explanation that they don't see these numbers out of all these States. And the, and the sky didn't fall. The sky's not falling in all those cities and towns and counties. It hasn't gone. It, 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 it it's not like you know the what is it? The second uh, Back to the Future where he comes back and it's Biff Town, right? And it's the casino and everything's upside down and right. That has not happened in any city. So there
3: Montana, you go. Illinois, Colorado. It's looking nice for you guys. It's not looking nice as uh, Craig was saying earlier that story in the ie that was a ooh, rough way to start the, the show but you know what bottom line go to a dispensary near you and support the markets that are doing it right licensed guys. licensed product i mean we know a lot of people out there that are doing it and you know good luck just like you're speeding on the freeway good luck it's the same concept it's cannabis talk 101 if nobody else loves you joe does we do. so does craig
5: Joe and Blue.
4: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael
1: Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast.
2: We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room.
1: We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today.
2: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And
1: me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from hell of sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day